Hey. 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 What do you got there? What is that? It's my dash bowl. What's that? What's a dash bowl? <laughs> it's, well, it's a silicone ashtray dabbing type thing. Yeah? Let me explain it to you. Show me how it works. You see this pointy thing in the middle? Yeah, what is that? That's a debolar. What does that mean? Well, if you're smoking flour, you can use it to, like, empty out your bowl. Oh, like you just jam it on there and it clears it out? Every single time. Oh, nice. Um But you can also use it as an assistant for your dabbing. Ooh. Because you can... It's made of silicone. Yeah. So you can put things that are burning dragon fire hot yeah. on them uh-huh. and it won't like melt it or oh. burn it or start a house fire or anything like that. Yeah. So take your nail uh-huh. when you're dabbing okay. and you can just put it upside down right on that dew bowler. Yeah, cool. And um, it'll help keep your thing clean, your nail clean. Oh, you know okay. how my nail always looks nasty? Yucky and grody. Yeah. Oh, so when it's That's hot... That's because I haven't been turning my thing upside down So wait, sticking when, it on the pointy thing. So when it's hot, you turn it upside down, stick it on there, and it gets all the gook off? Well, it, yeah, but it also, like, drips out, you oh, know? yeah, cool. That's good. So it's like a holder. It's a, like, safe place to put it while you're, like, getting your dab stuff all yeah. ready to go. Um, I use it all the time for that. Hmm. So I have two. I have one, a black one and a red one. And one I use for as an ashtray, ashtray cool. for smoking all my flour. And the other I use for dabbing. That's really cool. Well, I've never seen anything like that before. That's, I haven't either. I'm in love. Cool. So how do I get one? Go to stonerdash.com, enter the code cannabis, all lowercase, and you will get a nice 10% off discount. Nice. Go check them out. Mom and Dad are Stoned is sponsored by DankGeek.com. DankGeek.com is my personal favorite online head shop. You've been using them for years. For years. And I like them. I do too. I like the way their website's laid out. It's very clean. And they got a lot of great stuff. There's no tie-dye. No tie-dye. Um, almost all of my diamond glass pieces are from there. Yeah. Diamond glass is one of the awesome brands that they carry. They also have Grab Labs, Empire Glassworks. They've got the newest brands. In fact, I think they've got that China glass. Oh my God, I want that stuff so bad. I know, it looks so good. I've got to pick one out, but I want them all. So yeah, you all should go over there and check it out. Excellent customer service. They ship fast and free. You know, another great thing that they have. What? Is their rest in peace program. Abby and I were talking about this the other day. I know. Because didn't she like bust her bong? She, she busted her diamond glass from Dank Geek. And she could have taken a picture of the broken piece. Um, and they'll give you a fat discount. On a new piece. On your replacement. Because it sucks when you break your piece. They want to get you back together with a brand new piece so you can continue smoking. ASAP. Yeah, which I think is very cool. Plus, on that part of the page, they have a clip from The Empire Strikes Back where Luke is going, no! Because you you broke your piece. And that's why they're called Dank Geek. Yeah, they have the word geek in there. So check them out. They're pretty awesome. (laughs) They are cool. Go to www.dankgeek.com and check them out. They support Mom and Dad are Stone and the Stoner Mom. Love them. What's up, podcast listeners? You're listening to Mom and Dad are Stone, a podcast for responsible cannabis users. I'm the Stoner Mom from stonermom.com, and I am joined, as always, by Blavid. 
with Believe It, but I don't know. We are parents to four and legal cannabis users in the great state of Colorado. Hi! Hi! How are you today? Looks like you're really hitting that bong on this beautiful, wonderful day. I'm really living it up right now. You are. It's Friday. Well, first of all, let's go ahead and apologize and give our our um, people excuses yeah. for the lateness of this okay. episode. Um, yeah, we missed it, and that's okay. Sometimes things happen. Um, our schedule just kind of got thrown off because my mom was here on Monday, which is our post Game of Thrones recording day. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she sleeps down in the basement. I didn't want to be like recording the podcast and being all loud and stoned. Yeah. And in her face. Um, and so, and then the next day we were going to record the podcast after the children went to sleep. So, like nine fifteen, but David and I ate CBD gummy bears, yeah, and it knocked us out completely. Completely, whoa, completely. Yeah, those things work. Oh my gosh, they totally work. We both at the, the what I was nice about that was that we at the same time like admitted that we were exhausted, mm-hmm. and it was nice to feel that support of exhaustion. So that was Tuesday night. So. It was just like, you know what? We're going to have to skip it, not put it out right away because we cannot fit it into our life right now. And that's okay. Things happen. Yeah. I'm telling us that that's okay, not you guys. Yeah. You guys are like, that's not okay. Yeah. It's okay (laughs) for you to say. Yeah. Where's our show? That's how I feel about my podcast that I listen to. I know. I get upset too. I'm like, fuck you guys. Entertain me 24-7. Right? I don't care what your <laughs> life situations are. Get it worked out. But anyway, here we are now. And we're going to do this one up. It's going to get up today. Boom. Done. No mistakes, Blake. No mistakes. So let's speak uh, without mistakes. Okay. I can do that. I know we can. I will do that right now. So um, what are you smoking on this morning? I have two bongs ready to go. And I also stuffed a strawberry pre-roll um and all of these are filled with white 99 which you picked up from the dispensary for me so that i could have a sativa in the house Ooh, and what do you think do you like it well, i feel like i'm needing to nap less <laughs> yeah we gotta get you uh less uh we gotta eat more sativa strong stuff huh Mm, those look good. I love it. So yeah, that's what I'm smoking. Well, that's awesome. Okay. Hey. What's up? You know, we have some patrons that we need to address and acknowledge for their patronage. Yeah, we do. We have a new one. What? Yeah. Um, so we would like to thank and welcome Chad to the Patreon family. Um, thank you for your generous support. Also, we'd like to thank Katie, Catherine, and Jody, the Slayers. Oh my god! <laughs> right? I can get behind that for sure. Um, 
So thank you all for uh, supporting us. We love you so much. And guess what? You're going to get some quality content this week. I know, right? We've we got a plan. Bad. So anyway, our patrons get special uh, rewards on our Patreon page. You can visit that at patreon.com slash madaz, M-A-D-A-S. That's what we call mom and dad are stoned. Yes. In and, our brains. And, and now in your brains. And if you want to support us, that'd be great. No, uh, no pressure, but, um, we'd love, we'd love it if you would, and we'll give you some special treats. Oh, and, uh, Patreon is like the type of place where you can, you pledge monthly. And so because of that, it's a much lower donation amount. So you can pledge as little as a dollar. Is that right? Yeah. You can pledge as little as a dollar to get access to that, um, amazing and riveting special content yeah and you get to you get to listen to the podcast a day early unless we don't put it out on time and then you just listen to it with everybody else and the- like what's gonna happen today but we will say your names like aggressively just and lovingly yeah. on the podcast which probably makes you feel pretty cool you know i feel pretty hilarious whenever history westeros is forced to stay to say lady stoner heart <laughs> I love it too. That's me, bitches. That's that's my favorite. That's my favorite. (laughs) That's why. And there's always a little bit of a chuckle. There's always a chuckle and a pause. Every time. It's hilarious. I love it. And Lady Stoner Heart. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they say. It's awesome. Also on last podcast on the left. Um they've mocked my name. They chuckle. They go, she's a really good mom, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's fun to be a patron. Yeah, it is. That's all. Okay, while we are talking about different ways you can help the show and join behind the scenes. Dang! Whoa. Whoa? Man. Okay, this blunt is like... Bluntastic. It's doing its job. Okay, Um, another way you can help to support the show without spending a nickel is to leave us a review on iTunes. Those are enormously helpful. We got a new five-star review on iTunes. David is going to read it for us. What's it say? Homie. I would like to say first, we actually had two five-star reviews. One of them, which was spam. And it was hilarious because someone left a five-star review and then uh, promoted their website for bongs or something like that. They tried to be crafty, and I noticed iTunes quickly like said, zoink, and removed that today. But anyway, it was hilarious. Um, what the fuck is up with these mufflers? Uh, anyway, so uh, our five-star review is from Liz and Havoc, and it's titled Love It. I, I can't wait. I can't wait for my state to legalize it so I can finally experience it. I love listening <laughs> to your podcast just for giggles. Seems like you're always happy. <laughs> I just have a wave of happiness just flooded yeah. over me as I'm smoking this plant. Well, Liz and Havoc, thank you for that five star review. You are awesome and amazing. And I we hope appreciate your state it. is on the right track. Okay, anyway, um, thank you.
Hi guys, it's time for media. Welcome to media time. Every week after Game of Thrones, we watch Insecure. Yeah. Also on HBO. Insecure makes me laugh my brains out. It's very funny. It's very funny. It's so funny. It's the other, it's the only other show we watch. Here's here's the deal. When you're depressed because, I don't know, a dragon was just killed. Yeah. And then resurrected as a evil zombie. Right. Sometimes it's nice to just laugh with some L.A. girls. Yeah. Who who have some real problems. Who have sex and have real problems. And, uh, yeah. And that's what this show is all about. Um, and then I recently discovered the official HBO, not HBO, the official Insecure podcast. podcast. And it's called Insecure T. T-E-A, because we're obviously spelling the T. Get it? Um, and it's hilarious. I love it. So I had to actually go back and listen to past episodes um, from the first season because these girls are so funny when they're talking about Insecure. So there you go. So go check that out because it's hilarious. I've listened to you listen to it and it's very funny. If you guys like Insecure, check out the podcast Insecurity. Yeah. And they literally like cover the show. Like they go like they play clips from the show. They discuss it and they make fun of um, what's Lawrence (laughs) all the time because he's a jerk. Any other media time stuff? Nah, we haven't really watched or listened to anything else. <laughs> Man, these cars. I hate them. Okay. Um. All right, so for this episode, we're not going to go in order. Right, we're just going to... Talk about it. Talk about it. This was a strange one, and... Uh, this episode is like uh, the decisive... Div- not decisive, divisive episode. This is the one that's making everybody... Not like the show. Yeah. And jump ship and all of that. And create stuff. a bunch of excuses for why it's okay that it wasn't a hundred percent up to the standards that the show usually has, don't you think? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's two sides of the fence usually. It's that the show sucks now or Hey, give him a break. No, it doesn't suck because look at this and this and this and all this research and ravens can actually fly this fast. Um, Right. So problems with this episode? Well, um, let's talk about the time thing. They're all logistical problems. Um, They're they're going so fast all over the map, you know? And it's ridiculous. And, you know, uh, one of the podcasts I listened to said, like... um, in earlier seasons of the show, it was established. They have established with us that it takes time to get certain places to certain places. And now all of a sudden it's like rush, 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 because there's one episode left or whatever. So it feels super rushed, which is like annoying when you know that it's a shorter season, you know. Um, and then another thing that the, a podcast said was that this is supposed to be our payback yeah. You know, this is our reward for, I mean, seven, I mean, seven seasons yeah. of watching and paying attention. And you can't just like screw up the end. I, yeah, I agree. And I feel like, you know, that's when it's the most important. And they, um, 
you know, went out of their way to let us all know that they were going to have, okay, season seven is going to be shorter and you're going to have to wait a little bit longer for us to do it. And then we're going to break it up into two seasons. So we get less episodes, but that, I didn't expect them to cram a bunch of junk into it. I mean, it's not my fault that the the season's shorter. Why can't we just get seven normal episodes? I don't know. Or make t- ten seasons. I don't know. Anyway, that's what bothers me. is because I feel like we're on their crazy, like, accelerated timeline just because they're trying to... Wrap it up. Yeah. Do you think it hasn't... Remember how they had all these... Issues with shooting because of the weather where they were. Do you think that had anything to do with it? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're, it's like a really difficult show yeah. to make. And it takes like all year, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah. And they're always like writing it so far in advance of us critiquing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so anyway, whatever, not making excuses for them because, um, in my opinion, books, uh, it's always better when you follow the books. Agreed. But now there's no books, right? Whatever. Y'all should be sleeping with George R. R. That's right. And like breathing everything he says. Like, give me a break. He probably has a guest house. Can you live there? Can you not get the man drunk? Yeah. Like, he's supposed to be Tyrion, so how about get very, get him drunk? Is he really? Yes. (laughs) And he he wrote Tyrion for him. He did? He's Tyrion. That's awesome. (laughs) I love him even more now. (laughs) I did not know that. That's really cool. Yeah, they should absolutely take him out and get him hammered and then say, okay, tell us how you would do it. You know how he's like a major, in the books, he's a major major bookworm and like ex- very learned you know that's awesome. like much more learned than like any like normal knight or whatever that's awesome i did not know that that's amazing so <laughs> so aside from the timing stuff what else did you have oh okay mm, okay so cool. yes timing is dumb uh logistics are dumb and they're not explained or and it's just we're supposed to just assume ugh, all of these things anyway the other problem is Sansa and Arya. And Arya. Okay, to me, it feels like where there's supposed to be some payoff that will um, not break our hearts in the next episode. As oh, really? far as the that you know, just like maybe this is all like a ruse to kill Littlefinger or whatever. Yeah, right. Um, especially like Arya giving her. The knife at the end, or mm-hmm. the dagger. Um, but anyway, still, it just makes me so unhappy and uncomfortable to watch these scenes between the two of them. Agreed. I hate it. I don't, I don't like, like it. it at all. And we've watched the family be um, totally broken apart and separated, and so much of the family killed. And now that we finally have gotten a reunion, like... They're fighting about bullshit that doesn't matter. And it's heartbreaking. And I think it's stupid. And I think it's unrealistic. Um, It's not how I think it would go down in the real Westeros. Yeah. And the thing, you know, the thing that you brought up that blew me away that I didn't think of the other day was so, you know, Arya is giving Sansa a bunch of shit because she's like. Um, I would never serve the Lannisters. I would die before. And then you're like, well, she was uh, serving Tywin. Tywin's cupbearer for a long time. <laughs> and in like, Harrenhal. you could tell she kind of like admired him almost. Yeah. 
So, you come on. And nobody man. gave, like, when that was all going on, nobody was giving her shit. You yeah, know, exactly. Followers. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping that there's going to be some. So, yeah, this whole fight is just so stupid and false. And um, if Arya's supposed to be the the expert at the lying game and telling when someone is lying and telling a perfect lie, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she should know all of this. So that's why it's it makes absolutely zero sense to me, which is why I feel like, well, I guess in the next episode, they're going to tie it all up in a bow. This I, is why so. she was acting completely uh, not like a logical person. I agree. Um, but I don't know. Maybe they'll do something fucked up and one of them will die. Oh, my God. You know what? If one of them dies because one of them kills the other one, it's going to break my heart because... I was so happy when there's all this um, family reunions going on, like when Bran's coming home and uh, Arya's coming home, and I and then I'm like I'm just sitting there going, "Oh my god, I can't wait for them to see John," you know. And then if that doesn't oh, get happen, yeah. it's gonna kill me because Arya loves John and John loves Arya. So I just it's upsetting to me. I really want to see that. So I hope they don't fuck that all up. <laughs> Plus, like, you know, John just is reading a note about Bran, like, you know, seeing things. Like, it's like he did not once did we get the whole, oh, my gosh, my brother's alive and he's in Winterfell. Oh, my gosh, I'm so happy. It's just like, and Brandon has seen the White Walkers. Oh, yeah, it was know. like the fastest. It was like, he was like, first of all, I thought he was dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just too. So anyway. that's upsetting. So. Um, okay, let's go past Winterfell and go to the Magnificent Seven or whatever the hell <laughs> and follow them into the icy tundra. Mm-hmm. There's a bear. Yep. A big, crazy dead bear. I liked the bear from far away. I did too. It, it really was creepy. Me yeah. out. Because you were like, what is that? Is that... A person? Yeah. Like, is it a ice spider? But then I, I realize it's a bear. It's like the side profile. Yeah. But then it looks at them with blue eyes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's coming straight on and not a profile anymore. That was pretty scary. It's terrifying. Yeah. Um, and it yeah, totally it's a zombie bear. He's whited. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> and he's got a hankering for some humans. For some Thoros. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Poor Thoros. Um, what did you think of the bear scene? Did you like it? Um, I didn't, I didn't mind it. I did not like it. Um, I didn't like that. I mean, there was how many guys there with weapons and stuff, not attacking it. Um, I just felt like they should all have been like attacking the shit out of that bear. There's a once. lot of dudes just standing staring. around while Thoros is getting mauled to death. And, um, I mean, it wasn't just Sandor. It was everybody. Was everybody. Acting a little slow. Yeah. Oh, I got to go on my Jorah. Oh, okay. I have a Jorah, the Explorer, uh, um, <laughs> manifesto okay. I want to go on. Let's hear it. Now, look, I have not been shy about my hatred for Jorah. Right. And in this episode, Jorah, to me, was like the only bright light. Really? Over and over. When he gives uh, the sword back to John and says that line about the children after you and his face is like very emotional and meaningful like you get what I'm saying and like I loved that it made me want to cry 
And then um, his reaction watching Danny when Viserion is killed. Yeah. Um, I adored. And that was because that's who I would be watching, too, because that's the mother. Yeah. Um, and so he clearly gets that about uh, humans and her. And he's the only person there that's been with those babies since they hatched, just like her. I guess you're right. So it's like heartbreaking. Anyway, I've always hated Jorah. I loved him in this episode. I gotta admit, I loved him too. And he was the only one that seemed like they had a brain the whole mm-hmm. time. Didn't Isn't he the one that stabbed the... He's the one that stabbed the bear. the bear. And then he's also the one that asked, like, hey, I noticed when we killed that white yes. walker, all the other ones died. What's up he, with that? he said, why? And he whispers why. And it was so... Mm. I just really liked this actor in this episode. Yeah. You know what I think, honey? I think that dragon scale, or the... Uh, not dragon scale, the stone man stuff. Is it called dragon scale? Uh, grayscale. Grayscale. I think maybe after they peeled that off of him, maybe all the bad parts went away with him. And now he's a... Decent human being without his yellow shirt. You know what I was going to say? <laughs> what? Maybe it is related to the yellow shirt, but I was going to say that um, his experience with death, with knowing death is coming, right? Yeah. Has changed him. Maybe. And because yeah. he's, if you're virtually reborn for whatever reason, that's a whole other thing in this fucking season. Like, what? what was that about? Yeah. Whatever. Well, anyway, maybe you're right. I mean, like, no, I mean, because he's not like a blathering, like, crazy anymore. He's like really like, self, he's more selfless now. I feel like his, he's really more into like, I want to serve her and do the right thing. And he knows that John's going to get it on with her. He knows that. He knows. And um, there you go. Yeah. And I did like it when John was like, here, here's your sword. Do you want it? I mean, like. Those two guys are good guys, you know? So maybe, like, he can have a modicum of respect for John as opposed to, like, Dario, you know? Well, I think he automatically has respect for him because um, Jorah says that his father is, you know, the most honorable man. Right. And if his father gave him the sword, then the sword is his. How is Liana Mormont related to Jorah? Um, I don't know. They're both whatevers, but... um. People have been saying that. Why wouldn't you just? Why wouldn't John give it to Liana? Yeah, um, right. But then John doesn't have a Valyrian steel sword. He needs it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe that's why he gave it to Jorah when they're out there because it's like, well, one of us has to have it to to, to help defeat these fuckers. But um, anyway, yeah, I like that scene too. I'm glad that you said that. So, but there were. I mean, I actually liked. We watched it twice. I mean, you know, I I thought it was still there were still some redeeming parts that I enjoyed, and those parts to me were I liked it when the hound was taunting the white whites and he was throwing stones at him and shit, and then because <laughs> he was fucking bored, and then uh, he provoked an attack from all of them. I thought that was that was pretty funny. Um, he did knock that white's jaw off with a rock. That was hilarious. It was pretty funny. So He can do that any day. Yeah. I like the hound when he does stuff. The like whites that. can be hit by rocks any day. Any day. And then I did also like it when uh, Danny came in with her dragons, man, and was just blasting the fuck out of those dead people. Um, I also actually liked, I felt like the way they portrayed the Night King, I liked that because... As you pointed out, I mean, this is all by his design. He he wanted all this shit to happen. Oh, yeah. It was a trap for yeah. sure. 
Um, and, and so you have to wonder like what his ability, we think that his abilities are very like, very much like brands, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that he can see the future or the near future or whatever. Um, Cause he can see brand when brands watching him. Right. Yeah. And brand can see them marching when they're walking. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, that's why I think it was set up that way. What? Um, Cause he wanted, he wanted a dragon. He totally wanted a dragon. He was ready. He was ready for the dragon. We've never had them have spears before. I mean, right. those ice spears, magical ice spears that are like, <laughs> he threw the fuck out of that thing, huh? And then in the second time when he threw it at Drogon, I watched went the second time I saw just how narrowly they like dodged it. I know. So now I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> and who who also like someone almost fell off the dragon. I when think it was Jorah. Damn. I thought. I did like the dragon bus. And that, <laughs> I don't even, whatever. Right. Um, so here's, yeah. Can we talk about that? So yeah. like, listen, the whole being a dragon rider thing was supposed to be a big deal. And the dragon has three heads. And I mean, there has been speculation for like decades now <laughs> about who would ride a dragon. And now it's like zombie some random <laughs> fucking white. Yeah. He's a dragon. Sandor Clegane. Fuck yeah. Beric Dondarrion. Torment. <laughs> that fucking wildling guy has had quite an exciting life. And the other thing I thought was when Danny flies off without John and without her child and all of these nasty brutes on her dragon... I was just like, I would be like so uncomfortable right now. And just yeah. be like, please don't talk to me, you guys. Oh my god. Don't touch anything. <laughs> don't oh my god. Don't touch drug on there. No, he doesn't. Oh dear, you must fall off. Um <laughs> The Hound like staked that white right there. Yes, one he up. did. That was gross. <laughs> he was like, uh, right here, I'll keep him. The Hound is so nasty. He is, he's just like, I fucking hate everything. <laughs> everything he does. It's ridiculous. Remember when he was like when he got that white and it screamed for his white brothers? Oh, that was creepy <laughs> and, and awful. And he yes. put his hand over his mouth to stop it, and the guy moved his mouth so his skin would rip off, and the hound was like, gross. It was disgusting. <laughs> he had face on his hand. It was horrible. <laughs> I don't... Oh, man. I love all this nasty shit that's happening to that. I think it's funny and deserved. <laughs> okay. Um, Beric and Thoros and their swords I like. Yeah. Their lightsaber um, swords. Love watching that. That is pretty cool. It's, I could watch that all day. And I love Beric's voice. Yeah. I like him too. And uh, what else? Thoros dies. Whatever. Someone was supposed to. Yeah. Jesus, it should have been whatever. It doesn't matter. A whole bunch of people die that we have no idea who they are. Yeah, right. Um, ah! So it means nothing to us. Right. Other than, wait, was that some, was that the hound? Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> I was a little scared because I thought uh, old Tormund was going to bite it there for a minute. And thankfully he survived because he's my favorite. He was really going down, man. Who saved him? Jorah did, right? No, it was Sandor. Was it? But he was getting dragged into that lake, and I was just like, no. But speaking of Torment, he had some awesome scenes in this, too. I think when he was just, first of all, when he was teasing Gendry about, uh, you know, 
having sex, basically. What are they going to do if they get... What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> what have to make do? He says they have to make do with what we have. Yeah. Uh, and then he's looking at Gendry. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, you. Oh, to keep warm. Was that what it was? No, oh. for fucking. Because <laughs> he's explaining... The, and Sean's like, how do you stand it? It's so cold. Oh, that's right. yeah. never even seen snow. That's and now right, he's beyond right. the wall. Right. And um, Tarman says, you got to walk, fuck, and, and fight. Fight, right? Right. He said, yeah, that fighting keeps you warmer, but the best is fucking or whatever. However he says it. I don't know how he said it, but yeah. That was funny. And then um, when, his, so when he professed his love for Brienne, Brienne fucking Toth to uh, the hound, because the hound was like, oh, God, you love her? She fucking <laughs> murdered me. <laughs> hilarious. It was hilarious. I just like Tormund's like, ability to make friends with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, his um, but yeah, he professed like his love for Brienne to to the Hound, which was I thought hilarious. Um, but he was talking. He his main reason was because she's so gigantic, and he wants to make babies with her because they would just be monsters, right? Yeah, that's which his I, motivation. Which I think is cool. I like. I just love Tor. I love Tormund. I'm glad he's still in the game. Um, what else? Anything else going on? Well. I will say the battle scene with the whites, mm-hmm. the whole slow motion part. Yeah. Where John is looking at every single one of them in slow motion Which and is- they have some crazy bit look on their face and they're fighting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they look back at him. So dumb. They do that every time there's a they battle. They do it every time now. And it's like, okay, we get it. And so Danny flying in immediately over that. Didn't do anything for me. No, but I did like watching them all explode in fire. I well, I liked. Yeah, I just mean that her entrance. Yeah, it wasn't, was like totally like oh duh. Yeah, <laughs> for we, me, we did see her get on the dragon's leap. Speaking of that, Tyrion wasn't real thrilled with her going into battle um, to save everybody because he just didn't want anything bad to happen to her because she's the last ch- chance for. Everybody, what did you think of that? Did you care about that at all? If she listened to him, they would all die, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they would all be dead. Um, and sh- her response was like, "I listened to you last time. It didn't do anything, and look what happened. So I'm gonna fucking do this, homie." Dragon and buzz. She fucking dragon buzz, and she lost a dragon. Do we yeah. want to talk about that at all? Oh man, I guess so. That was horrible and awful. Um. I did like special effects wise when he threw that spear and it pierced the side of uh, what is this during the Viserion? Um, and it, I mean, it seemed like what would happen because I think he did it while he was shooting fire out. And then when yeah. it ripped open the side of him, all that was on fire, all yeah. his blood and stuff. The yeah. idea is like he's a jet plane, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And, and the Night King would know where to pierce. You know, mm-hmm. the gas can or whatever, because yeah. somehow there has to be some spot in the dragon's whatever gallbladder or something that, you know, has ignites fire. Oh, yeah, he's like, I'm gonna pierce that shit. Yep, he um, did. Too. I will say, uh, point out that obviously the other dragons cried out. Yeah, with uh, Viserion, and then when Viserion is falling. Rhaegal is flying b- 
behind him and trying to get under him um, to help him. He's trying to catch him, He's right? He's trying to catch him. And uh, that's that very awesome. sad. It was. It made me like and love those dragons. Want to cry right now? Yeah, let's not let's not cry. <laughs> but um, that was super sad. And then when you know Basirian went beneath the ice, that was horrible. Horrible. I couldn't and, watch it the second time. Yeah. I had to look away. But I gotta say the 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 detail they make on these dragons and their horns on their face and everything it's amazing they look beautiful they uh, are so beautiful and their so, colors are beautiful yeah this is, sounds so stupid but if you watch old Godzilla movies there's a monster called Ghidra it's a three headed dragon monster and he has that same like horn headed thing and that's what it reminds me of every time like god it reminds me of being a kid watching those monster movies but um, which I love in that scene where Danny is getting on her dragon, dragons, and they're on that hill or a hill, whatever, cliff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're waking up from a nap. They were sleeping. And one of them, like, shakes his whole body. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Like a dog. Like, okay, let's go. And they all leap off that cliffside, <laughs> which is awesome. And Tyrion just walking amongst them. That must be so wild for them. For him, especially, like, because remember how sweet it was when he was talking about when he was a child how he wanted one so bad and you'd read stories about them and now he's like hanging out with them and they're his buddies you know and now one is gone i know that's super sad what makes me even more sad is they're gonna have to fight their bro um dragon uh i'm assuming right i guess so but um but then let's talk about the very end uh what was the, when they well, no when they're pulling when they're pulling Viserion out of oh okay yeah 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 so Sorry. I had an issue with this because where the fuck did they get these gigantic chains how did they what did they did the dead zombie people just dive into the water and then hook it up like if so then why couldn't they swim in the water to get to everybody on the island exactly the so I mean that's one problem and then of course they were hiding the chains somewhere I'm assuming they just you should know. not have had the chains and. Um, Fucking Viserion didn't have to go under the water. If they, if they especially were... since, um, yeah, he immediately turned him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, so. yeah. Well, then why didn't he just swim his ass down there and then ride him out of the lake or something? I don't know. It just seemed like an overly complicated thing. If they're gonna do that, they should have showed those the dead army marching with giant chains at some point in the previous episodes or something. I don't yes, know. Yes, that I would have liked. That yeah. would have helped. Like, what are those and it would have been for? like, what the fuck are those for? And it mm-hmm. would have been like bling bling bling. They are totally he totally saw this. He yep. totally set this up. But um when they pulled him out of the lake and then he woke him up, it was oh. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it too. He's a dead zombie dragon now. He's so I'm assuming okay. Um so the king Night King goes over and touches his snout and wakes him up that way and then he opens his eyes. Do you think that the way that he did that is any different from the whites? Do you think that he made him into one of the white walkers or do you think he's just like an undead creature? Um he's like a white flyer and he's turned by the Night King. So if the Night King is killed, maybe Viserion will die. Maybe. Um, with the Whites. But I think the difference, the only difference is like the ability to make another one. Mm-hmm. And Viserion's a dragon. So how? Right. I don't. 
I don't know. I guess we'll find out, but maybe he would like touch it with his snout. Yeah, <laughs> or breathe ice fire on it, and I don't know. Um, yeah. But that was uh, I mean, I get what they were doing. I it it made the whole show. I I get it. The whole battle, the whole reason for everything, because he wanted the dragon. But the way they went about it was just stupid. I'm sorry. It doesn't make me hate the show or anything. It just was like, come on, guys. You know, I, I there's other ways you could have done this. So. Um, but I think it's really interesting that he does have a dragon now. So I'm curious to see how he's going to use that dragon in his conquest to destroy all things living. He <laughs> hates the living. Yeah. Do, <laughs> you, the? do you think he's going to fly to King's Landing? Something. I don't know. Is he going to use the dragon to <laughs> shuttle his army over the wall? I don't know. But um, I... Um, could the dragon freeze the water? Probably, huh? So they can walk across it? Mm-hmm. I bet that's probably it right there. You probably nailed it right on the old head, my lady. Um, but what's going to happen, you know, I mean, after he, you know, fulfills his task of wiping out everything, then what? Do we have, like, a utopia of undead on the yes, planet? <laughs> and they all And they yes. all start, like, building houses and it, going to work. <laughs> it's his favorite um, weather. Okay. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. What a great goal okay. you got there, buddy. <laughs> okay, so we have to defeat him. Yeah, because he's just going to wipe out everybody. I mean, he seems pretty <coughs> He seems pretty invincible at this point, but we'll see what happens. Um, the only other thing I want to mention, which is unrelated to all this fighting and dragon talk, is... I did find it amusing when Sansa found Arya's faces. And she oh, was like I thought that was funny, too. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they look like Halloween masks. They totally look like Halloween masks, but I'm like, that doesn't exist in right. Westeros. Yeah. It, it does in Arya's magic bag. <laughs> her backpack. And Sansa's like, what are these? <laughs> I know. They're my faces. <laughs> <laughs> so, was that Walder Frey that she had in her hand? You said that. I I didn't, I can't ever recognize the faces when they're not on a face. I'm sorry. I wondered if it was. I mean, because it had that big old honker nose. But, I mean, then I was like, well, maybe that's just some dead person. I don't know. You it know? makes sense that it would be Walder Frey since we know that she took his face recently. Yeah. But, I mean, it looked like she, whatever. I'm not even going to try to make sense of the show. It was funny. Um, but do we think that Arya left that there, her bag of faces there on purpose? I do. Okay. I mean, I think I, I'm really. <laughs> if I had a bag of faces, I too would. Leave yeah, I'm like, what are these? Catherine, what are these? Those my are my faces. My faces. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whose faces would you have in that if I were to like, stumble upon a. Satchel of bag faces. Joan Crawford. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who else? Bridget Bardell. Uh-huh. Brigitte Bardell. Okay. Mm. Would you do Jane Mansfield and Sophia Loren just, <laughs> just to crack me up? <laughs> you could really do the dopey face from Jane Mansfield with the face. I guess I would have to do that. Yeah. Do you get the titties if you put on the face? Well, I think you do. It seems like you get the, the whole package. You get to grow tall, too, and all kinds of stuff. Um, how about Marie Antoinette? Okay. And then maybe a Beethoven for you. Ooh, okay. Wait, no. <laughs> I don't want you to be a man. I'll just talk to you, though. I okay. won't do anything. Would you, what kind of voice would you use? A fake voice? like a? It would be Beethoven's voice. Would you just automatically get that voice, right? Yeah. Okay. But I can't speak German or whatever. You could just fake it. I wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can just scream at me in a bunch of nonsensical German sounds. Okay, well, there you go. Um, is there anything else you want to add to the, uh, as they say, penultimate episode of season seven? Uh, Danny and Jan, John, Jan, Danny and Jan are going to get it on. Oh, yeah, that's right. They, um, yeah. And fine. Good. Yeah, yeah. what did you think of that when they were like, I'd bend the knee, but I can't. I wanted him to bend the knee, so I'm glad he bent the knee. I am too. And, uh, he, and he, that was... And also when he said, uh, when he woke up from his whatever and immediately said, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that was very genuine feeling and yeah. acting. And um, I thought her response was okay. Yeah. She, she was like, we got to defeat this motherfucker. Um, she was, she's like, it's okay. And her main goal is like, I get it. I totally get it. I'm going to help the fuck out of you. I was like, I'm going to bend the knee. He should have, like, bent his finger since he couldn't bend the knee. Like, how about this? Does this count? They're going to make babies. They're going to make ancestral babies. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yep. So that's, is that it? That concludes. That's that. our that's our uh, review of that one, I so hope. So listen, it's Friday. Yeah, it is. Are you so excited for the finale? I am. I am too. It's going to be a long one. We're going to sit there. We're going to eat. Make it all worth it. What are we going to eat? Let's think about that. Let's think about it. Something. Maybe we should have a Game of Thrones themed meal. <laughs> Human pie. No, I would eat your delicious stew again. God, that was so good. Maybe, maybe we'll eat some kind of pork cubed thing because one of our amazing followers is going to send me a recipe. <laughs> that's what I would, that's what I'm counting on. But um, we'll eat something delicious. But we're going to have a great time. You're going to be super duper high. You should probably start making some kind of like Game of Thrones giant blunt to smoke. What's up? Well, I'm going to tell you. A lot of things are up. Um, I am nurturing and loving my grow right now. I am doing my annual outdoor grow in my beautiful greenhouse. And it is going exceptionally well. My only concern is we're nearing the end of August. Mm -hmm. My plants have not. I mean, they're in flower period, but they're not showing the signs of flowering that I wish I would see, which makes me feel like I started my grow a little late. Oh. So, um, which is fine. That doesn't mean they're not going to flower. It just means it's like, oh my gosh, I really hope that there's not snow on the ground. Okay. So anyway, um, they're looking beautiful. They're gigantic. Uh, I'm doing it in my cocoa thing and I'm using Botanicare nutrients, which are just so amazing and so easy to use. And I'm loving it. I'm loving the crap out of it. So I'm just looking for signs of maleness at this point. Oh, and man. every day I'm out there checking, 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 and they're beautiful and big and their stalks are very thick. So my here's my contingency plan. If we don't start seeing, like, let's say they start flowering in like mid to late September, um, then I gotta br- I'm got i going to bring them in and tin them up for the remainder of the grow, I think. Oh. Um so I'm hoping we don't get there. Usually when they start flowering, it goes fairly quickly. And I think like it's over in about four weeks. 
But um, so anyway, that's where we are right now. I put po- pictures up so you all can see how beautiful everything is. Um, I'm very excited because there's a lot of great strains in there. And I think you're going to be very happy once this is finito. So basically, that's what's going on in my girl. Very nice. Thank you. I love you. Thanks. I mean, I love you too. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Well, that's our show. That's it. Did you enjoy recording this? I did. I did enjoy recording it. Um, I got to be honest with you. The one thing about recording during the daytime like this is I need to, I guess I need to start smoking pot or something because I I like it when we do it when I can drink and stuff, but I feel like drinking in the morning is forbidden. Well, it is 9.30 a.m. That's a little crazy. (laughs) Um, I'm not that guy. So, yeah, I guess I I think I got to start smoking weed or something for this. Yeah, you should have brought your vaporizer you've been using. Yeah, maybe next time. But but otherwise, I do like doing it in the morning because I feel energized and productive and ready for the day. What about you? Um, yeah, I'm on my weekend. I love it. How do you feel? I feel a little stoned. Do you? I feel a little, like, relaxing and maybe playing a video game. Ooh. <laughs> you know what? You should do that, and I'll run and get you the giant queen size blunt. Mm-hmm. Would you like that? Okay. Okay. You, um, I will. I'll always get you. You live on Starbucks. You can do this so much awesome. I will. You know what? Starbucks is an official sponsor now. No, they're not. I wish they were. We would be such great sponsors. For I just want Starbucks for life. Starbucks for life. <laughs> we got to enter all those contests constantly. Mom and Dad are stoned is made by us, David and Catherine. You can learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. And please give us a five-star rating and review. We would love it and we'll read it. Follow David on Instagram at co weed grower that's at colorado weed grower follow me everywhere at the stoner mom and that's it for this week once we're sorry once again that we were late um but yeah hope you guys enjoy and hopefully next week we'll be back on schedule and be reacting really positively to an amazing episode of game of thrones i'm sure we will be i'm excited and all of the mom and dad are stone listeners that don't Watch Game of Stoned Thrones. We'll be happy that it's over. Yeah, and we can't talk about it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> on our podcast. We got to go. Back supposed in. to be about weed, right? Well, we, we do talk about smoking weed and stuff. Whatever. Um, we like that show. We're gonna talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about it. And I'm high when we're talking about it. Yeah. There you go. So there you go. The end. <laughs> um, I do look forward to that. So anyway, that's it. Until next week. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your awesome support. Um, And until next time, be safe, be responsible, always be kind, and smoke weed every day. Every day. Bye.